Hello, beautiful people. How your spirit doing? Welcome back to another episode of Peace Talk Podcast. I'm a comedian, Dave Peace, and this is my podcast. It's a solo podcast, so it's really just me talking to you about things that is on my spirit, on my mind, but I, I just got to get this out of my body. You know what I mean? Just let it get it out. And I thank you guys for listening. Uh, I've probably already lost you, so <laughs> if I haven't... Uh, this episode, we talk about, you know, my wife just turned 37, you know, we have a new president, which is, uh, fucking dope, president-elect, you know, for the political reasons, and, uh, <laughs> you know, count, recount, relax, relax, but, uh, I did, and then I kind of go through, uh, a story about the first time I took ecstasy, and, you know, now that I think about it, I don't feel like I got as deep as I wanted to, and maybe I need to share a little bit more on the next episode we'll see but uh talk about ecstasy a little bit of my 20s and being 35 and close to death so i hope you guys enjoy the episode you know how to reach out to me uh comedian day day at gmail if you want to send questions topics comments that kind of thing and uh also you can reach my facebook page which is peace talk podcast or day peace comedy enjoy the episode i'll talk to you soon peace When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's your week going? I mean, I guess weekend. These these come out on Monday. I forget that. I forget my own shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm recording this Monday. And the reason why I bring that up is just for the simple fact that we just went through a weekend where we found out that Sleepy Joe, J- Uncle Joe, Joseph Joe <laughs> is going to be the next president, which is fabulous news if you're me. If you're, you know, a Trump supporter or, you know, a Republican or so, you're, you're probably, you're probably having two bad weeks. You know, you're, you're having, you're not having a good time. Um, and I, I say that honestly from coming from a place of love now. Um, when I heard the president elect kind of speak, I believe him. You know, like, like that, isn't that weird for, for like, for like a good four years? To have a president speak and not believe anything he's fucking saying. You know, like, it's, it felt good. (laughs) I gotta be honest with you. It it was like, he said, you know, like, the the sky is blue. And I'm like, you know what? I've never seen it bluer. (laughs) So, so, um, yeah, like, the the election is over. So, it's really time to, like, stop being petty. And... Don't get me wrong. I love to be petty. Petty is a, uh, it's my thing. <laughs> like out of, out of the things that I have with comedy, petty for like a good three years have been a very strong part of, of my comedy. You know, I, I started this thing called team petty, which honestly kind of started in Arizona, but that was like real petty shit like that. You know, I, I told a story what about me chasing down a, another comic for $20 and blasting them over Facebook. I got my $20 though. So I won. <laughs> you know, like that's 
you know, it's all about winning and losing, and I won. But had I not been petty, I would have been out a DVD, you know, because that's how much DVDs used to cost. They were $20, you know, eighteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, and, you know, $20, it goes a long way. You know, that's a Domino's pizza, which we just had the other day. My wife had another birthday, which is a, a blessing, and she turned 37, which is old <laughs> like when you when you think about when you were young i remember my mom was 37 for like three years no bullshit and then she turned 38 and then she went back to being 37 like i don't know like i feel like we were just dumb kids or i was a dumb kid and i just didn't know math because like i just believed her so i don't know she turned 37 we had a really great time um like, like as a family of five, which, which, which is I, <laughs> when, when you have five of, you know, like you, you, every day is, I don't want to say an adventure because that shit's not true. Every day is, is, um, things happen. <laughs> like, like, you, I don't know what I'm saying. Like every day, I, I want to say in, like a challenge, but every day, like there's, there's, there's things going on, like, you know, whether our oldest Drake is going to have a good day or a bad day or, or the, our middle child Kai is going to injure himself by running into something or he just, he just doesn't give a fuck. Like he, he jumps off of whatever, like he, he, he's crazy. And then, you know, our, our baby, our baby girl is, you know, is she going to, you know, cry when we put her down? Does she want to be held? She takes like cat naps and it's like, I gotta go pee, so I'm gonna put you down. She's like, no! You know, so it's, like, when you have that many, and you can have everybody have a good day, that's that's a win. Five out of five, it doesn't happen often, you know? And, uh, actually, uh, on my, on my mother, on my wife's actual birthday, which was a Sunday, her and the oldest, they had it out. They had it out for each other. Like, they were just going back and forth, and uh they did you know like it's it's her birthday so she 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 won however you know when you think about it like we always win like as parents even when there's been times i've been wrong and i gotta say this parents if you are wrong or when you are wrong you have to tell the kid you have to tell like there's been times where i've had to come back later to my son or just say daddy was wrong or i could have done this differently but in the moment you know it's like fuck you i'm a your child and i'm a grown-up so fuck your feelings however i think it's important to revisit those moments and and have those conversations so um yeah like like they 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 had kind of a little you know thing i feel like they like i out of her family of five, they beef the most. Now, don't get me wrong. My oldest doesn't care for me a lot. He thinks I'm mean and he thinks, uh, you know, like, but we don't go back and forth. Again, I'm a fucking grown up. I will punch him. You know, <laughs> like, I will win every time. However, as I work on my parenting and trying to figure out how to best communicate, sometimes I stop and I listen and I let him yell, you know, shit like that. So, so, so they they kind of more recently have had this kind of a 
you know, power struggle. And it's almost entertaining to watch, you know, because, like, sometimes I feel like my wife doesn't realize our oldest is only seven, you know, like, like it's like, like a, like a guy at the club. Like she, she really gets into it with her, with her, her going back and forth with them. But, you know, even on that Sunday, you know, out of the five of us, they both had kind of moments where it was like, Mwah. but that Saturday, it was, it was a great day for everybody. All five of us had a good time. I'm just speaking for the baby because she can't speak, but I'm going to say it's probably one of her better days <laughs> on earth. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure like a good poop and like a 10 hour nap day or whatever is, is great for her, but it was, it's, it's just great. It's, it's great to do things as a family. Also trying to still be safe when going out uh, of the house. And, you know, it's, we're, we're just lucky. We're just happy. But, but again, that doesn't, that's not always the case. Again, out of seven days, how many days do we have where all five of us are great? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's for the books. <laughs> that's, uh, I don't know, but we're doing it. We're doing good. We're doing good as a family. We we feel like we're being still safe as, um, you know, president elect talks about this being the, the dark winter and I, which I think is hilarious. It's, I feel like it's like a Game of Thrones, you know, Lord of the Rings reference. You know, it's the great dark winter. <laughs> so like, you know, hold on to your face mask in your peepees. I don't, I don't know, but you know, we feel like we've been we've been doing good for the most part. Iowa's it's bad. It's really bad. Not only is the state bad, our actual county is really bad, and. uh you know, I've, I've done a couple of shows during the pandemic and some, you know, I, I feel like people take it more serious. I mean, in Des Moines at this comedy club, they, they take it serious. And I say they, I mean, like the audience. I mean, there's rules, but, you know, like there there's a sense of there's a pandemic happening, even when we kind of are outside and, you know, we're five feet away instead of six or whatever. There's still a sense of like, it's a pandemic. Here in North Iowa, not so much. You know, like uh, the last show that I did, I was like one of the only people that had a mask. And um, again, I think you can, you know, have have conversations and have fun and just have, you know, proper space, spacing. And then also, you know, just constantly, you know, washing your hands or putting hand sanitizer on, just, just constantly being aware that, hey, there's a fucking pandemic still going on. Like it, it didn't stop. It didn't pause. It, it's, it's still really going rapid. I feel like a lot of idiots. And I say that in the sense of, I know there are people that have, have been cautious and still have gotten COVID and, and, and have died from it. But I also feel like there has been a large number of people that have been idiots about it. And they're the problem. <laughs> like they're, they're a huge part of the problem. You know, so ah, uh, I don't know. We 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 had we it was it was a good it was a good weekend. And now I don't know I don't know what you know. My wife is an old woman now. You know I feel like I have to start feeding her Viagra. I don't know. Thirty seven is is old. I'm thirty five. I'll be thirty six in March. And I gotta be honest with you. I've always loved getting older. I've said this. I believe my 35 year, or my five years of my 30s are better than all of my 20s. 
I didn't have a wild, crazy 20s. I mean, I, I, I mean, I did things. You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite 20s stories is trying ecstasy once, which I had only tried it once and it was, it was amazing. And you would think you would do it again and again, but I also have a thing about doing drugs with white people. <laughs> it's kind of like, can I trust you? And nine times out of 10, it's a no. <laughs> so, so with these particular people that I did ecstasy with, it was, it was, um, there was trust. There was safety. It was actually at my apartment, which for, for, for a time I had like the spot because I was like the only person not living with their parents. I was very responsible. <laughs> like, like I was about my grind, I guess would be the better way of, of, explaining it because when i moved to minnesota it was just it was just me and my best friend and then he moved back to minnesota or he moved back to detroit so it was just me left in minnesota and i had to basically figure out what the fuck to do which i feel like these are great moments in your life when there's no real clear answer and you sort of just have to figure it out and i and i did i Ended up getting a job and another job and getting an apartment. And um, to my credit, and to his credit, um, before he left, before he went back to 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 Detroit, we got an apartment together. Like our plan was, you know, when I first moved to Minnesota, he was already here. His name is Deontay. I've, I've talked about him before. Uh, he's gay as is gay as June, which I think is Gay Pride Month. I hope that's right. Uh, so he's gay as June. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, um, so, yeah, we like he he moved out here first to go to school. He was going to culinary arts school, and I was trying to figure out what to do. And on my last episode or uh, two episodes ago, when I was talking about three men, just three important men in my life, I talked about my mom having a conversation with me, just like, "Hey, you got to do something because I'm moving out. I'm leaving." I'm like, that's fine. And that was just kind of the clear answer for me. Like, I'm going to go to Minnesota. I'm going to enroll in this school that he was in, you know, you know, do a different curriculum or whatever. And at this time, he was staying in this, uh, what I call a, a rich white boy house, which I don't know how we got the house. I just, I still to this day. And when I say we, they had it before I, I, um, I guess they I guess they kind of got it right when I was moving, right when I was transitioning. Because uh before I moved to Minnesota, I actually came out here about a month or who I don't know why I'm saying here like I'm currently in Minnesota. In all fairness, I kind of wish I was. But uh like I I I vacation if you will um before I moved out here. And that was really just to to see what it was like and then, you know, talk to the administrations and, you know, guidance counselors and, and try to get enrolled. And again, I thought I was enrolled with financial aid and I didn't have to pay anything. And then they, they, they let me come and, and go to school. And then they were like, you owe lots of money. I'm like, I don't have money. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? And, and so I had to drop out, but we, we ended up, you know, like they got this, I don't know, I don't want to say supplement, like it was like a, it's just a house, but they all, their school was, was paying for it. 
So, you know, like you, you take my, my best friend, Deontay, he was getting like four or $500 for a living or whatever. And then there was another roommate who basically had, had the same thing going on. And he had his girlfriend that basically just moved in. She didn't contribute in any way. Like she basically just moved in, but that's another story for, for another time. Um, and we were all in this house for, I don't know, uh, quite some time, basically through the end of summer. I, I, I don't remember, but I rem I do remember that when it came time for everybody to kind of move out of the house, you know, the semester or whatever had, had was ending, um, most, you know, most most of the kids, the the cooking kids, they they would go find, um, what do you call it? The thing where internships or externships. They would go to restaurants, and a lot of them went back to their hometowns to do them. And so Deontay, you know, his plan was he was going to go back to to Detroit or Michigan and and do it, and then he was going to come back to Minnesota. That was kind of the the conversation, the plan, yada yada yada. So to not kind of leave me high and dry. We decided to get an apartment. He went back to Michigan and basically was like, I'm going to stay. And he was like, there makes no sense for me to pay half rent if I'm not living there, which completely he was right. But I still like, I, I can't afford, you know, rent. So I ended up finding a, another roommate uh, that was actually working with me at Applebee's for for some time. But for, 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 for a while, I was actually doing okay by myself. So... Anyway, we, <laughs> my, my friends at this time were the Applebee's crew. If you've ever worked at a restaurant, I would say it's probably the closest you can get to people the fastest. You know, I, I, I worked at a job for 10 years and I, I didn't really have a best friend after I left the job. You know, I had, I had, you know, just a couple of people that I've really, you know, love and, and adore and I'm still in contact with. However, you know, like at the restaurant, especially in our early 20s, it's like we're best friends forever. You know what I'm saying? We're, you know, I, I want to go grocery shopping with you. We were just fucking close. And it was me and uh, this white boy, Bill, who was is just probably the whitest boy. Like he was really like, I, I mean, he wasn't like, but he was very like uh like like a druggie you know like he he was just just a druggie you know he was he's my drug druggy white friend um and then it was uh hannah who uh, hannah and nikki were like best friends i i love them both i only talked to one today but um they were they were probably my favorite best friends and they sort of had a relationship and a friendship that I just, I, I love. I thought that, I thought they were dope. You know, uh, Nikki or Nicole, but I call, you know, everybody called her Nikki. She's like this small little, very cute, you know, like sailor mouth kind of girl. And Hannah was a little bit of a bigger girl, had a heavy chest, like a sweetheart. But like, like she had like a, I feel like she was very like, like she can go to church on Sunday after Saturday night being, you know, at the club, getting crazy loose and, and popping out a titty. I, I've never seen her titties, but that's just 
you know, my my description. And uh jeez, I want to say there was someone else, but for the sake of this story, I cannot think of anyone else. And that's going to be shitty because I have a picture somewhere of the four of us, maybe five. I, there might be a fifth person. Uh uh us us sitting in a in a bathtub high on ecstasy. It was it was amazing. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried, tried some, you know, substance drugs, but it was, it was, it was awesome. I mean, we, like, I legitimately thought my hand was going through the floor. Like, you couldn't tell me that it wasn't going through the floor. Like, it was, it was amazing. And I don't know how you fit five or or four people in a bathtub. In an apartment, like it wasn't a huge bathtub, and it was just like the best time. And I don't know why we decided to sit in here. Like it's, it's insane. It was, it was a good time. It's one of those times in my life. I don't know if, the, if you have this, but like I wish I could have got that on on tape. You know, like as a comedian, I do shows, and I've had some amazing shows. Like, watch this one time. He's a he's a rising superstar. No tape. No video, no no pictures, no recollection other than, you know, hey, you did a great job. And then, you know, I've had shows where, like, camera crew ready. And it's like, eh, okay, not not your best. And then, and then you cry in the car and you drive home. So, so I don't know. I wish, I wish, if I could, I wish I had that moment. That I could just rewatch. And then here's my theory on, on death, like after death, is that you go to heaven or hell or what? Well, if I could be honest with you, really quickly, I'm not really sold on the whole heaven and hell thing. I do believe in an afterlife. I do have certain beliefs, but one of them is there is a basically, if you've ever seen The Good Place, the TV show with uh, Kristen Bell, it, basically, I feel like there's just this after after stage of life and one of the things that i'm i'm just hoping you can or you know if you're allowed if it's possible is you can replay your life you know i think in that show they demonstrated it with with re- like a book like everybody had like a big book and you can read it and i believe they did let you like you can actually watch it that's always been my theory let me know what your theory is. If you have like this, like, what do you think after death or after life is, is like, but one of my first things, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to do all the usuals. Like, oh, when I bang that girl, I'm going to see that again. You know, like I'm going to have those moments, you know, like when I had like having our, our kids and getting married, like, oh, I'll get those out of the way. Then I want all the, all the naughties. <laughs> you know, I want, I want all the like, give me those moments. Remember when I did that? Spray painting girls, you know, uh, cars. But I, I like to rewatch the ecstasy. It was a, uh, it's just weird and random. And I bring that story up because there's not a lot of those stories in my twenty, in my twenties. I mean, you may have a bunch, but yeah, not me, not so much. I mean, we had our first child. Obviously, I met my wife. Um, I felt like there were some, there were some huge you know, uh, development as far as becoming a man, like that transition, you know, from boy to man and, and leaving the nest, you know, coming of age, becoming, 
but it wasn't like different woman every night and you know it wasn't drugs or or just you know going to abroad and perry perry it was just getting out i guess that's probably what my a lot of my 20s were was getting out because i left detroit when i was 19 so you know i spent most of my 20s in minnesota and in iowa and then a little bit in arizona so it was very much you know for for 10 years just really figuring out myself and what i want and and uh you know going to three different states and living and and just just figuring shit out so then you get 30 and you just like fuck it you know what I'm saying? like just, i think i know who i am i like these things i don't like these things i'm gonna stick to this um I'm, I'm i'm good on that shit and so with being five years in it's like okay the next step is you're now getting closer to death you're getting closer to 40 and I, I, again i love getting older i feel like that's the blessing but it's something about that 40 where it's like well you don't have a house you don't have this you don't have a a career you know a sense of you know steady income and it's like what are you gonna do so you know my wife is 37 and I feel like we 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 have created a great life, but you know, as old as thirty seven is, especially to my six year old self or or whatever, it's still very very young. Still a lot of opportunity, still a lot of you know chapters in this book to to uh to write. So, but I guess the the older you get, the more you think about that book. In my twenties, I didn't think about that. I mean, I I still grew up. I never thought I was going to go to jail, um, but there there definitely was a, you know, dinner in jail and, you know, to, to be 35 is, you know, a dude from Detroit, you know, with, with three kids and, and a wife and basically, you know, having some type of life that, that, you know, on, on most, you know, on, on our good days, everybody's great. Everybody's having a, a great time in this life, you know, that we have, it's, it's, it's something, it's something to not take for granted. So I don't know what, what age do you think is super old? You know, cause I feel like once, once, you know, I get to that 36 is you were just rounded. And I guess my hope is that, you know, each year just brings in, you know, more blessings and more opportunity to just be yourself. So I guess, to you know the the 35 year old Dalen talking to the 25 year old Dalen talking to the 15 year old Dalen to the five year old just be you more all right that's all I got you guys uh thank you guys for tuning into another episode hope you enjoyed it again I try to keep it short and sweet baby (laughs) uh, you guys know what to do you can reach out uh, you guys aren't sending me any questions or any topics that you guys want me to talk about. And so I want that because, um, I did an episode a while back where I just answered questions and I'd love to do another one of those soon. So until the next time, be good to yourself, be clean, wash your hands, wash your butt cheeks. I'll talk to you later. Peace.